0: You're
1: listening to the Haunt Girls Podcast, the show where we discuss all things Halloween horror nights, haunts, horror, and everything in between. I'm Allie. I'm Nikki. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Be afraid. Be very afraid. I am going to eat your soul. Welcome back to the Honk Girls Podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Allie. And we are 25 days from HHN32, folks. Can you smell it? Can you <laughs> smell that fog creeping in?
0: I can't smell it just yet, but I can see the <laughs> fog machines rolling out. That's what matters. <laughs> They're making their way into Universal Orlando. The stats are going up. There's lots going on. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we will be covering some Orlando construction updates for HHN. And our friends out in Hollywood also have a lot we have to talk about as well. Yeah. Um. To stay
1: up to date with all construction updates, we post them as we see them, and we try to be at the parks at least once a week. Make sure to follow our socials for TikTok and YouTube. It is Haunt Girls. For Twitter, it is at Haunt Girls Pod, and for Instagram,
0: it's at Haunt Girls Podcast. Yeah. So make sure you keep an eye on those because anytime we find out something, we'll be sure to let you know. Exactly. Um, for example, we do have something exciting coming up this weekend on saturday august 12th we will be doing our bracelets and brews event kind of like a little meetup we'll make some bracelets some halloween bracelets friendship
1: bracelets with us friends. it's fun um that will be the saturday coming up august 12th from one to three at rock pit brewery
0: yeah go ahead and check out our social medias we have the actual poster up on those so you can find all the information you need for that be sure to bring your beads and your friends and your bracelets and everything you need (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a fun time it'll be a nice time to hang out with everyone and get to meet everyone I will say for anyone whether you're coming or if you're making bracelets at home we're super excited to have these bracelets and go to HHN but I also recommend this is a little hot tip when you're making bracelets when you tie the string so your beads don't fall off you have to put a chip clip at the end of the rope I learned that recently and it's life-changing
1: so Trust guys, me. bring
0: bring your chip clips also to yes bracelet timber. And- <laughs> What's funny is just for fun, I was like, oh maybe I'll just order a bunch in bulk so that we all have a great time. And yeah. I looked them up, and what came up was literal hair clips that look uh, like potato chips. Oh, close enough. <laughs> I was like, that's not what I meant, but okay. Yeah. Uh, lots
1: of fun things have happened since yes. we last recorded. Uh, Sir Henry tickets are available now,
0: guys. Both yes. single night and their season tickets. Make sure to go check out their website for these. Yeah. Make sure when you go on the website, um, they have a couple different options. We definitely recommend getting the option with the Hayride. Oh, my God. Yes. Please get the option. Make sure
1: you read the fine print for each ticket. I think for each ticket type, when you scroll over it, it tells you what it includes. Make sure to get that hayride included with your ticket. I think there's yes. going to be a not to miss thing. I agree. It's the first time they bring it. Who doesn't love a hayride? It's a spooky hayride. It's at Sir Henry's. It's a not. Yeah. You can't miss this.
0: I guarantee you, if you do not buy the hayride, you're going to be at the oh event no. and looking at the hayride, like, man, I want to do the hayride. Just, exactly. So just plan to do it. Um, They also have like a, like a multi-night, all-event night kind of ticket, which is pretty cool.
1: Their season pass, yep.
0: So it's also um, available
1: now, so go check out their website for it.
0: Yeah, so make sure to check those out. And I also recommend they have a kind of like a VIP ticket, which Mm -hmm. allows you um, to get to the front of the line once, and then you can continue to go through the houses, or the mazes, trails.
1: (laughs) 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 Their trails. It's hard to keep up sometimes. They all change up their names. There's
0: too much. But you get to go through them as many times as you'd like in this, the regular line. Whereas if you get just the regular ticket, you only get to do each once. Exactly. So definitely be sure to read what each ticket allows and just kind of make sure that that's what you want to do. I highly recommend if it's only a little bit of a difference, get the one that includes more because once you're there, you're going to wish you had it.
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah, make sure you look at the specific ticket types. Make sure you get the ones that includes everything you want to do. Maybe throw in those VIP tickets but make sure you go check them out. Cause
0: this, this is going to be a non-miss. I exactly. Matters. Speaking of things not to miss, um, on my, <laughs> on my way to work the other day, I uh, was driving down the veterans expressway. We're over here in Tampa. So um, lots of billboards on my way there. Mm-hmm. And I looked up on my way to work and I saw the very first Halloween Horror Nights, 2023 billboard. Now, if you guys think we get excited about lighting trusses, the billboards are like a whole nother story. It's, so i was like you know what on my way home i have to go see it i have to like pull off the road and look at it and i did and lo and behold we got i mean so far that i've seen three different billboards for halloween horror nights and if you want to go see those we do have pictures on our instagram and our twitter but we got an exorcist billboard a stranger things one and a last of us billboard yes
1: and i believe these are all on the same billboard It's one of the ones that changes yes right yeah
0: Yes, definitely, because even the one that I saw on my way to work was actually a different one, and I didn't realize until mm-hmm. I got home, I was like, wait a second, that was on the other side of the road, so
1: okay, yeah, there's a couple. The, if you're in the area, make sure you drive by, make sure you keep an eye out, maybe park your car off the exit, get a lawn chair, hang out, yeah. just enjoy the views, Um, definitely drive safe, please, I don't know how many oh, times have to mention, don't get too distracted. When,
0: when I got off the exit, I was like, I have to get a picture, I'm like, no one's going to believe me, and it's too busy. And in the parking lot, I had to literally park my car and get out of my car to take these pictures. And there was a couple cops sitting there. I was like, they just probably think I'm crazy. I'm just taking pictures of this billboard. Don't mind me. I had to get them. I was like, you don't understand. They didn't say anything. So I'm sure it's fine. So I don't know if I'd jump with lawn chairs. (laughs) But (laughs) I would. At least, you know, the pictures they were fine with. So so definitely, if you're going to
1: go check this out, make sure you're as safe as possible. If you need to park off the side of the road, do (laughs) that.
0: Please pull over
1: yeah we have some fun stuff for this episode we are going to run through some hhn orlando construction updates quick and then we are gonna go into some updates that were given to us over from hollywood for not scary farm and hhn hollywood from midsummer scream
0: yes so, yeah. we and have lots want...
1: going on exactly. everywhere if, if you're only interested in the hsn orlando stuff totally hear you the first half of this episode will be totally for you the second half of the episode will concentrate on Hollywood stuff. So just but I will say
0: there is some things in Hollywood that I would say are kind of interesting to compare to Orlando. So, Oh, definitely. If oh, you're definitely. interested in both, I highly yeah.
1: recommend. Definitely stay for the whole thing. But if you have only have limited time, you only want to know about Orlando, the first half is all for you. Exactly. So going into HHN Orlando construction updates, we have lots of stuff going up in the, so fun fact, uh, Plaza of the <laughs> Stars
0: was renamed on the park map. It's all Production Central now. Right. Which is fine. I mean, mm kind of makes sense, but... That whole front of the section
1: is Production Central. So if you hear us refer to Production Central, just imagine that is where Plaza of the Stars was previously. That is the area we are speaking about.
0: exactly. The place at the front, where the the front front scare zone was. Or is it? Or is it where the front scare zone is?
1: (laughs) Or is it? Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We know. We don't know. We We kind of know.
0: know. We kind of know. But you know, we don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. It's fine. Yeah, so we had a truss go up and we were so excited. We were like, oh my gosh, this is it. The Halloween Horror Nights truss with the neon sign. It's beautiful. It's going to go up. And then it went up and we were like, huh, it's a little short. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) It's a little tinier than it used to be. On um, Tinder,
1: it said six feet. In person, it says five times. So
0: I yes. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what actually becomes of it. um We have seen over the past couple of days, it started out as just a truss. And mm. now there is a platform across yes. the top with safety railings. Exactly. So it looks like we may be getting
1: someone or someones up there at the very top of yeah. this truss
0: stage thingy. Which could make perfect sense as to why it's a lot shorter. Because if you have somebody who's Almost six feet tall, standing on top of it,
1: mm. you don't need that thing 20, no. 20 feet in the air. I think that'll be a perfect spot
0: for Odd Fellow
1: to maybe be standing, welcoming guests in.
0: Yes, possibly. I think I agree. It's it's supposed to be kind of they said a show and tell zone, Odd Fellows oddities, and um, you know what better person to be up on a platform over all of them than him? I mean, he's the reason exactly. they're all there. Yeah. They can't stick him in a pumpkin like pumpkin Lord yeah, last year. Exactly. <laughs> they got to put him somewhere and he can't they a, put you him know, somewhere. Like, they said as high as possible away from these people.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I do not blame them. I yeah. do not blame
0: them because <laughs> we are crazy people. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> but, but there's a railing. We did see a railing similar to this in the scarecrow scare zone last year. Scarecrow exactly. soil over in Central Park. We had the scarecrows up there. Um, we've also seen it i think for hhn 30 the plaza of the stars scare zone there um we did have some performers up on platforms there as well
1: yes not all the way at the tippity top of the truss with the neon no. lights but it was kind of like a midway kind of between right under that truss if i remember correctly
0: so seeing these railings kind of confirms us there's going to be somebody up there exactly we don't know who it's a pretty big platform though so mm-hmm. it could easily hold a couple people. Yeah, maybe it could be
1: Oddfellow with some of his carnival acts. Maybe it could be a, a few characters from different zones
0: up there walking with. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Some, something, well, I will say, though, um, in Scarecrow and the HHN 30 Scare Zone at the front, um, in both of those cases, there was only one person on each platform at a time. But right. they were smaller, so we'll see. But in the past, there's only been one person up there. Yeah. We
1: won't know until the event, right? Because they can't really (laughs) stick a person up there
0: waiting. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see who ends up there. We'll we'll know in like we said, twenty five days or less. So exactly.
1: No need to Um, worry. But if we make a right from there and go towards Hollywood, we do have some Dark Zodiac set pieces up. Yes. The Hollywood
0: Zone, which is very exciting. Every day, it seems like another Zodiac sign or two gets put out. More like, it really, It's like show and tell. We're like, oh, there's mine. Oh, there's exactly. mine. It really does
1: feel like they're trying to squeeze all the Zodiac signs into the zone, which is awesome. I wouldn't want to be, like, left out of this. Oh, those.
0: absolutely. And yeah. when we talk about these um, different Zodiac sets, it's kind of interesting because we do see a little bit of a difference in the, the base of the stage versus the actual props. Yeah, it's kind of interesting.
1: So... For the props in general, I there's like there's a zodiac. I mean there's zodiac. There's obviously a zodiac. There's a Sagittarius. There's a Sagittarius because <laughs> I'm a Sag first. I'm gonna list. Sorry. There's a Leo. Ali's a Leo.
0: That's oh wait, are the ahead. Sagittarius and the Leo? No, they're not on the same one. They're not on the same one. No. Sad. I'm just listing what. <laughs> okay. Okay. There are there. They I'm should put excited. them next to each other. They should say. put them next
1: to each other and paint them <gasps> green and pink. Um, yeah. That's just, just my opinion. Just <laughs> your thoughts? Exactly. I believe there's a Pisces representation.
0: There's Scorpio. Don't ask me. I'm not. I can't the zodiac I know my own.
1: There's a bunch coming up. Um, but they look very like industrial,
0: if that makes sense. It looks
1: like very like bent iron, bent metal to Mm -hmm. make these shapes to represent each zodiac.
0: Yes, and they each have um what looks like some teal like accent paints to them. Right. And they also look very metallic, very rustic. Um, we also do see some signs of rust, so Mm -hmm. they did a really good job on the details on this oh these look phenomenal it's really cool but there's a lot of a lot of signs of rust kind of like it's a metal statue maybe exposed to water we also have this like red paint on some of them and it's kind of an interesting position so um on the leo it looks like the eyes are bleeding Mm -hmm. um it almost looks like that's how they wounded the zodiacs right like, if you look at each one, um, I'm not, again, not as familiar with them. What is the one that looks like it has the arrow?
1: That's a, Sa- Ali, that's a Sagittarius.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my my God. bad. No, but that one looks like it got shot with an arrow, kind of, right? I, li- I thought it looked like it was shooting an arrow. Yeah, but if you look at the front, it looks like it's, it got shot. Oh, my goodness. I'm just saying, maybe we're seeing, maybe each Zodiac's, I don't know, meeting its own fate
1: oh I see what you mean because it has like that big yeah oh Allie the Leo and the Sagittarius are on the same platform oh that's cute <gasps> heck that's yeah cute. they're listening oh um, my gosh. <laughs> it's us? yes I do see what you mean now because it does have like some like red and it looks like an arrow went through him I yes. do see what you mean and the Leo has like its blood eyes okay cool yes. yes yeah so maybe yeah it does show like them meeting their own fate which is kind of weird because the Sagittarius is getting shot yeah an arrow kind of ironic
0: kind of like, ironic yeah and the lion it, yeah. I mean I don't know his eyes are bleeding and not sure maybe why he got like malted he death. got him scratched out or something Yeah, could be I mean it does seem like it it has a purpose it's in a certain place for a reason it's mm-hmm. not just kind of spattered across it so I'm curious to see I kind of hope that we get a scare zone podcast for this one because I want oh, to know more about the zodiacs and how this all started
1: because exactly. this is like the root of oddfellow exactly yeah he's he the power of the zodiac to become um, yes. immortal. but we'll get into that more in a future episode
0: yes so over for zerk that's pretty much all we have in dark zodiac lots of lights lots of props going up statues every day it's like more things so like i said check out our twitter you can see some pictures of all these things we're yeah. talking about exactly um our next one if we keep going to the right we go walk into Central Park, or should I say Jungle of Doom. And it's,
1: look at it, look at it, it's freaking bats. It I love is. Halloween. I'll
0: <laughs> tell you what, the construction in this scare zone alone is making me kind of like it a lot.
1: I am excited for this scare lot. zone, and I will, I'm not afraid to admit that I was a little hesitant at first with the scare zone, but I am getting very excited with the scare zone now.
0: Well, okay, we thought we were getting, like, live-action Lion King, like, giraffes. and I wanted tigers. my giraffe
1: puppet from the Lion King show. So this Intimates. is
0: very clearly a different take on jungle than we originally anticipated. Mm-hmm. This is much more of, like, an expedition um, kind of, I don't want to say Jumanji style, but kind of like, like Jumanji-style expedition. Um, it looks like it's in the middle of the jungle, but there is quite a bit of details. We do see a lot of ruins, kind of jungle-styled ruins going up. Right, like kind of like um, old like temples, I guess. you yes. we'll Yeah. Yeah. Jungle
1: temples, and then um, the bats I was referring to are hanging from those metal cables. I have they're pointed big. out. They're big. Yeah. They're and, huge. Um, we've pointed that, them out in po- in past Twitter and YouTube videos, so definitely go check those out. But they're hanging from there, and they're massive.
0: They're like yeah. s- six feet tall bats. Like, what the? It's. Kinda, I'm telling you. Yeah. I knew they were going to hang something heavy from there because mm-hmm. those are steel cables. I mean, if they were just going to put like little, I don't know, little vines on it, they don't need those big cables. No. They're, they were, that's something structural they got to hang. Big boy bats up there. Yeah. Those are some big, <laughs> big freaking bats. I'll tell you what, if they have like bat noises in this zone, I'm going to be like ducking, like, ah. Right.
1: Well, I feel like the start for the zone is that like, um is making like hybrid animal humans so these are like hybrid
0: human bats oh that's probably why they're so big
1: (laughs) holy shit sorry but they're huge (laughs) yeah they are i'm very excited we
0: all when we saw these go up we were like no way like this was just our favorite part (laughs) um
1: but besides the bats and the temples we do have some like other props around we have like some um shields up on these little like shield holders I yeah i don't sense. know
0: what to call them other than some kind of like
1: Display jungle ritual
0: structure right Some typing like something that says it's like jumanji to me i don't know how to exactly. describe it
1: roll your it's... dice roll a five
0: <laughs> uh but we also have a crashed airplane in this scare zone yes and i do want to point out
1: that i believe it's been pointing out several times on twitter already i've seen it it does look a lot like the airplane that flies across the screen in the old universal studios um you know like i've been in the movie when it says like what studio made the movie and universal it was like black and white and it was the globe and it had like the plane flying across it it looks just like that
0: plane oh yeah it was when it says like a universal picture right and it has the little plane fly across it's Mm -hmm. so funny because i never would have thought of that but it i i haven't really seen that as much obviously i'm only i think they used, for. It. So think they used it
1: for like king kong like yes they bring it they bring it back sometimes for some films it no, it's like you're setting. absolutely
0: right you're absolutely right because that's that's where i've seen it yeah now that, now that you say that
1: but nice little tie-in I it think. is
0: cool to see yeah um because i think at one point king kong grabs the plane no like
1: <laughs> throws um he grabs a plane a I plane don't. he grabs a plane he does grab a, he, so
0: yeah. maybe that's the tie-in universal king kong throws the plane down gives odd fellow his magic and that is the zodiac (laughs) right
1: um yeah the plane (laughs) the tail end it's like okay so it's covered in like greenery so you can't really tell but it does it looks like it says it said because it was it's like broken in half universal airways yes from what i can read
0: on it yeah so um obviously this is like i wonder if that like odd fellow crashed the plane or if it's just like Offel did everything.
1: I blame Offel for everything this year. There has to be
0: a story. I hope we get one on this one too, because I just want to know whose plane is it? Why is it on the ground? Why are are the bats so big? I love the vibes. I just need to know why. Yes. At the very front of the scare zone, we have a smaller stage that looks like kind of like a temple. And the detail on this is phenomenal. There's like Mm -hmm. algae, overgrown, like greenery. Mm -hmm. And we have lots and lots of branches. Yep.
1: I, I suspect this to be the where Oddfellow comes out in this zone with that
0: glowing skull
1: that was mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I wonder, it's going to be interesting to see Oddfellow kind of headline at least more than one zone because. Oh, this is
1: all him. This is.
0: Yeah. But I wonder how this, the actual, like, stage platforms will be. Like, even at the front of the park and over at Jungle, like, what is he going to be doing? I don't know, just holding the skull. Is he going to is he gonna tell us a story? Like, what's I happen?
1: hope he's mic'd up at the front of the park. I hope he's mic'd up at the front and it's not a track that he just yeah. like, talks to. That would be cool. I want, like, actual interactions from him. If he has to be on a script for the rest of the zones, I totally understand. But I think we need, like, him mic'd up. Yeah. At the front.
0: No, I definitely agree. Um, And even back in the jungle zone, it's like, just how much we've seen go up just this week, we'll probably be learning more about this one soon. Um, The podcast story so far we've gotten are the vamp one and the um basically Oddfellows backstory. Yep. But I think we'll get some more, so... Keep an eye. We're talking about the Discover Universal podcast, by the way.
1: Yes, please go check out the Discover Universal podcast. We try to keep you guys up to date with everything, but they definitely fill you in on storylines and background info. And it, it's also a good way to keep time between now and the event, and get exactly. up.
0: Yeah, and we want to give everyone, you know, the backstory ones some time to kind of listen through and make sure they have time to listen to. And then eventually, we'll kind of talk about them. Uh, but we want to give everyone some time because they just yeah. they just came out like yesterday or the other day. Exactly.
1: Um, But if we keep going through our scare zones, if we go to San Francisco, we do have some setting pieces set
0: up. (laughs) Setting pieces set up there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also. Yeah. Scare zone props have gone out in San Francisco. Um, (laughs) This scare zone is supposed to be Shipyard 32. very much looks like a shipyard. I don't think there's any denying this is Shipyard 32. Oh, yeah. Um, But over here, we have what's still coming together. Lots and lots of shipping crates.
1: Lots of shipping crates, very again, industrial looking, very much. Um, what yeah, expect to see like
0: at a shipping boat mm-hmm. dock. If yeah, they're about. all like yeah. smaller scale shipping, can- not like these big, like shipping containers no, no, they're, on like they're freight trains yeah. or freight trains, freight trains! <laughs> those, those freight ships, <laughs> freight like freight the boats. Ones? Yeah, yeah, those big ones, not those. These are smaller containers boxes, which, uh, is yeah,
1: understandable. They can't, I, don't, I wouldn't expect them to stick an entire.
0: Yeah, but I'm excited to see if we get a stage over this way because we did for Conjure the Dark. Mm -hmm. And we're getting pretty close. We're getting down. We're at 25 days. I mean.
1: Yeah, if it's going to come, it's going to come sooner than later because they do need to set up and make sure
0: everything fits And rehearse. And rehearse, yeah. We always forget about rehearsing. (laughs) Yeah. They don't just show up and go, ta-da. Right. So, um, yeah, be sure to we'll keep an eye on that zone. (laughs) But right now we just have lots of crates and kind of shipyard details like this like blue cube i don't know what you would call it um but um, it's a rusty blue cube
1: rusty shipping blue cube, cube. <laughs> shipping blue club with like little peepholes in it
0: yeah i guess like, that's what we could yeah, call it. i think
1: that's a good i think that's a good description yeah
0: <laughs> exactly and then our our trust is still very much a crane so oh yes very much a crane
1: and i can definitely see some scare um scare actors on these crates or like in these crates there's like some that have like openings on some sides mm-hmm. that they can definitely like hide in and like yeah you know, poke out of
0: yeah i mean we'll have to see i mean we've seen so much change just in the past couple days so i mean in the next couple days we could have a totally different understanding of what's going on here
1: exactly i think that covers san francisco if we yeah. keep going over to new york this would be our vamp 69 zone yes. um it is definitely vamp 69 everywhere
0: <laughs> everywhere
1: everywhere we have signage up we have the stage up the stage has signage the stage has yeah. real instruments in florida weather okay something uh,
0: else i would say probably the biggest thing no pun intended to happen in the zone <laughs> is there is a bus a literal oh, bus. school bus yeah yes a Parked little in school bus. zone with a um kind of hippie like i CC love this school rap. bus it has a wrap around it
1: I want to ride the school bus around the country and just spread peace and love everywhere.
0: It's so funny because this school bus, they've definitely had this school bus. I wonder where they keep it. They just keep it like in the back. Yeah. They're this like, was,
1: let's... this was definitely the one they used for the, um, front the pur- of the purge in this purge scare zone. They definitely used this in dead exposure at the front with the overgrown. Um, seeds
0: of extinction.
1: Um, yeah. Seeds of extinction. Um, i feel like the school bus has been everywhere yeah and they and definitely keep reusing it
0: speaking of the perch we also have some motorcycles lined up yes. at the scare zone as well which is so funny because when we did our episode earlier this year and we talked about scare zones that we liked um we said the thing we loved about the purge scare zone was like the buses and the the, the motorcycles yes. it was so cool i really hope I know the event's busy and it's rumored stranger things is also going to be over there and the tribute store. So this area is going to be a little packed. So I really hope they can ride the motorcycles. We'll see. It would be a dream come true if they do.
1: Yeah. At the very least, they can at least like ride them in at the beginning of the event and park them. Yeah. Each night. That's a lot of That's well, a lot to ask well, for. If too, they're going to ride them
0: in, I, they probably wouldn't have already put them out.
1: That is also true.
0: So yeah, they're probably stagnant. They'll probably stay behind barricades.
1: Oh, I don't trust people to be <laughs> everyone's gonna be like, I need a picture on this motorcycle right
0: now. Yeah. yeah I just honey, see them falling. Yeah, yeah, honey, get on the bike, I'll take a picture. Honey, hold my beer.
1: <laughs> I gotta get on this bike real Absolutely. quick.
0: Absolutely. Um, I think what would be cool in our going back to the school bus. If we have some vampires in there that are like banging on the windows or like victims yes. trying to get out or she's like someone's trapped in a bus. I just recently watched um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one on Netflix. It's like a new Oh, one.
1: for the first time? Yes. How did you frank, like that, that I, bus scene?
0: That's what I'm telling you. Oof. What if the bus scene is like that where – the, there's know, a vampire in there and there's like a few victims the, kill, the killer's on the bus and everything is locked all the doors yes. all the windows if you walk around the back of the bus the back is actually padlocked like locked mm-hmm. so it can be like oh we're locked in oh but, no there's um, a vampire yeah i'm excited meanwhile to see i'm
1: like come get your juice vamp
0: yeah we're just yeah. <laughs> in there like kids in a candy store like at the windows watching
1: you're like wow what are you just gonna do now looking in
0: the glass like oh i gotta get that toy but it's actually just us watching the vamps <laughs> just hanging around <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it, it's funny they took this big bus instead of like they were like you want a hippie van how about a hippie bus
1: <laughs> boom
0: that's so cool though i think i think it's big props are my favorite so
1: big props are always this great. is fun
0: i mean having the motorcycles and the bus it does make it feel like already like it's a Kind of like a real concert music festival. Like, you don't feel like you're so much just around a stage and a bunch of platforms. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. I it especi- kind of brings
0: life to it. Yeah.
1: I especially love the signage they put around, too.
0: Yes. We have on all of the poles we have signs. And on all the, the signs. Polls. Yeah. All the, like, light
1: <laughs> polls. Um, it's Yeah, it's the same sign on each of the polls. And it kind of shows, like, the lineup for Music Fest 69. And mm-hmm. the names are kind of funny it's hilarious because so they kind of
0: seem like uh what is it great value brand. brand great Wish value brand, brand.
1: like <laughs> <laughs> kirkland brand
0: yeah so we don't we don't know this is all speculation but all of the posters are the same yep. um it says new york three days of love and music featuring cat and the gemstones pacific sandals the flaming carrots ooh, the henderson experience
1: <laughs> Groovy Kitties. Ooh, and Hazy Diamond Trio. <laughs>
0: and it also says all new acts plus food and fun. Sounds like my kind of place. And we also have our little zodiac sign under the 69. So, kind of cool to see. But oh, um do. yeah. Look at that little thing hiding in there. Oh, yeah, man. so Music Fest 69, um <laughs> I'm curious, we'll definitely see at least a couple of these bands either walking around the zone or on stage. These I feel like these names will actually tie into actual characters that we'll see. So I'm kind of oh, excited yeah. to see. I want to see um who the flaming carrots are. Same. I want to see who the groovy kitties. Yeah, I want to see them all. I want to see everyone. I remember it. Yeah. Also, it says all new acts plus food and fun. So I wonder if our food booths in that area are going to all be like festival themed. <gasps> I love festivals. Cuz they included food and fun. So yeah and new acts i wonder if we're gonna have like different experiences or if i'm really looking too much into this <laughs> you might be
1: but we can always dream it's fine yeah
0: all new acts that would be cool if we had a new band like every i don't know every week we got a new band you know how we got rotating blinky cups what if we got like yeah. rotating rotating bands,
1: bands. <laughs> <laughs> when are the the groovy kitties coming on that's all i need. yeah <laughs>
0: what's, the set, what's the set list we got a know what's the set
1: list what's the vibe?
0: yeah we got when are we when are (laughs) we riding
1: rails let me know
0: yeah also in this scare zone we have lots going on on the stage um if you look um before because we've only posted this is our second twitter update on this stage the first time it was just the stage and now it is like taken full life yes it's like fully decorated
1: there's carpeting you know like you know like that whole like hippie vibe with like some carpeting on the floor
0: it's like um, everywhere
1: we have some instruments on the stage like real instruments real guitars real bongos
0: yeah and what's interesting though is on the stage the guitars are both real which is very ironic because i don't know if we get like a really bad rainstorm i mean yeah. i guess they're just props but they're real guitars they're not cheap yeah. um on the back though it looks like we have what would be a drum set you can kind of see the like the different feet of yeah. the stance, and it's covered. So I wonder if the drum set is like covered in blood. Usually, they cover things that they are right? You don't. Maybe the it.
1: drummer's like dead, like slumped over it.
0: Yeah, it, it very I mean? well could be something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, they have the bongos out, they have both guitars out, but the drums are covered. So something's going on with the drums. Mm something's not right with the drum. We see a couple different tie-dye shirts. Um the backdrop has been like I don't even know how to describe it. It's kind of like a I guess hippie backdrop. Tri- with trippy, trippy? Yeah, let's trippy. call it. And it also has that zodiac sign in the middle again. They're hiding that sucker hmm. everything I would not it hiding. <laughs> not in this one. It's right on the middle of Yeah, thing. not really hiding,
1: but they're they're sticking it everywhere. There we go.
0: Yeah. 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 Slapping it on everything. They go, "Here you go." you're in age of gen 32 zodiac zodiac (laughs) but this stage yeah we see a lot of things that just look like concerts we kind of see a bunch of cases for basically equipment speakers lots of speakers on stage um but overall i mean it's definitely a music festival in the 60s stage i'm excited it looks like a good time Across from it, we do have a, a stand that says Music Fest 69 with a spotlight on it and a bunch of other lights. So it seems like the lighting in this zone is going to be really good. I do like that they have this spotlight kind of, if you're looking at the stage, the spotlight's behind you. So mm-hmm. you kind of feel immersed, like you're actually the crowd.
1: Oh, definitely. They definitely planned this out to a way that it made you feel like you're yeah. actually yeah. at the Yeah, and it's event. also
0: kind of the way the bus is angled, it frames that little area really well where it kind of feels like... I don't know, you're trapped at a music festival It's being overtaken by vampires. I mean, they did a good job of, like, really zoning that area where it didn't feel like a big open street with just a couple props.
1: Which is sometimes hard to do with that New York area because there's just so much space.
0: Right. I Uh. mean, last year we had all the parade floats, but they were in the middle, which kind of, if you think about traffic, push people outwards. Whereas the way the bus kind of is with the stage and everything else, it kind of keeps everybody in the same direction, which will make it feel more like a like a festival kind of crowd Mm -hmm. and those shows i can't wait to see what show we get here
1: oh me too i can't wait to see what artists they vampify
0: i know well (laughs) speaking of music artists over at the weekend bar um where we had it last year we thought they weren't going to be reusing this because there was benches underneath the shelter and lo and behold the benches are gone yeah and there's like tables set up
1: I figured at some point they were gonna set that up because that's just too good of a space not to use for yeah. um, food and beverage.
0: Yeah, I mean, all they have to do is unbolt it and move them. Um, exactly. But they did, and since then they have also set up lots of tables. And to me, I can't tell it's either heat lamps or just regular lamps.
1: I would say but- I would say heat lamps. I would, yeah. I would venture to say Heat Lamps.
0: So we'll see what they're going to be putting here. Um, doesn't seem to match the vibe of the Peacock Bar, but Lombard's. No.
1: Lombard's does. is definitely matching the vibe of the Peacock Bar.
0: Yeah. And um, so over there, we'll probably see that. But maybe at the weekend stand, they're doing more of like a food this year, or it could be a bar again. But again, those are kind of the like, that was the big bar last year. Right. So they might be using it for food, yeah.
1: I can see them doing both food and beverage there just because the heat lamps are set up there. Um,
0: We also, um, around the park, are seeing a lot of other benches go missing, which usually means some bigger props or food tents will be going up really soon. Food
1: tents!
0: I know, I'm excited to see this. Once the food tents go up, you kind of can start seeing. Usually the first day they go up is they're just white tents. Right. and then over time they'll start decorating them and there'll be a facade and a theming and then we can get an idea of okay this booth has stranger things food this booth right. has odd fellow carnival foods exactly
1: so, which is always exciting for all these yes.
0: and then before we know what the menus will be up
1: which is even better
0: it's like christmas <laughs> i love it i love everything right now yeah. there's like, the,
1: there's like the really really fun time because we're almost there so there's not much waiting left but yeah we're still like kind of speculating you know yes. like smaller stuff oh my goodness it's so much fun yes
0: and something else i want to mention if you're listening to this on monday august 7th um tomorrow august 8th is officially haunt girls six month birthday our our half birthday we're six months old birthday we're six months old we're just yeah so what a better way to spend our half birthday than celebrating all of the things going on with halloween horror nights in orlando and hollywood and all the other haunts there's a lot going on
1: and just hung girls in general man apparently you guys like listening to our voices weekly (laughs) yeah
0: and to kind of make it a little bit more fun we might have some surprises for our half birthday
1: for our half birthday. yeah make sure to keep an eye out on all our socials to see what we have possibly
0: in store for y'all yes uh but before we get into too much of that we still got our friends out in california we have to talk about because
1: oh my goodness the week
0: we got the big drop from horror nights in orlando we also got a lot for hollywood and then we had midsummer scream in hollywood which is always like the big reveal for a lot of things
1: exactly um midsummer scream was a lot of fun to watch uh streaming because we are yeah. not in hollywood uh so we definitely were checking out all the live streams that are going on over the weekend and it was so much fun just to watch that i could just imagine yes what it is if in you person. want to
0: um anything we're talking about a good majority of it we did cover on our twitter so be sure if you want to see any pictures or anything we're talking about you can see it on our twitter um because nikki live tweeted the whole thing so. i was so
1: excited man let me tell you i was like yeah. I was, shut up and i was just tweeting away. <laughs>
0: But okay, so I guess we'll start um with Not Scary Farm because oh god, not This Scary is a big Farm. year for them. Um this is, is if you don't if you don't know, it is their 50th anniversary for their event and uh we have a lot that's happening this year. This is our first year going to Knott's.
1: And I think it's such a good year for us to be first going this I know. To this event. Like
0: like what a first year On like a 50th, 50th anniversary brother. And Not Scary Farm is like I believe, the oldest haunt has been going on. This is on what started end. it
1: all, folks. This well, is if,
0: if they're at 50, then that would yeah. make sense that they're This the is what
1: started it all. This is the first theme park haunt, essentially. So this is what made way for all the other haunts that we are going to, including Halloween Horror Nights, even though. Yes. Yeah, so this is definitely, like,
0: a full circle. A big, a big, a big deal, yeah. yeah. Um, their event this year will be running September 21st through October 31st, so for an entire month. And um, they also announced at um Midsummer Scream they would be doing a kind of reveal for their event.
1: Yeah. So on August twenty fourth, they're doing a Nightmare Revealed event at seven pm at Not Scary Farm, and it is already sold out, folks. Like these yeah. tickets flew. People are so excited to see to be the one of the first to find out what's coming to this event. I don't blame yeah. them. I am yeah, too. And, and
0: for twenty bucks, I'll tell you what. Even if I like it was an event maybe that I've never been to or I didn't really know. Like I would for 20 bucks. Oh great. Yeah, definitely. Go.
1: If I was in California, I would have been the first in line to buy those tickets. But like this... also
0: for knots, like mm-hmm. on their 50th, only on their bucks? 50th. Yeah. That's what insane. a deal.
1: Um, But yeah, it's, coming the 24th 7 p.m um i don't know Um, if there's any if there's gonna be any live streaming from there i'm not entirely sure yet um i'm sure there's gonna be lots of news updates coming out from there
0: right um we did get a little bit event reveal at midsummer scream as well we did um before midsummer scream the single night and the multi-night tickets are did go on sale so you can get those now on their website um but we also found out some information about their Hunt store? Is that what it is?
1: Oh my goodness, yes. So they are starting, they're going to have a whole new shopping experience this year. Um, the way I interpret it is kind of like their interpretation of a tribute store, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will read the description. It is unveiling the all-new Not Scary Farm Haunt Store and Museum. Venture into the Legacy Store, a treasure trove e- echoing fifty years of frightful history. Here's your first glimpse into one of the me- mesmerizing rooms that awaits. And then it was a preview, um, concept art, basically of what they are um doing with this.
0: But yeah, we yeah, got to from- see some renderings of like what it's gonna oh look like. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna be taking the pictures in there. It looks it pretty looks cool. It looks
1: amazing. And like the best way to describe this is basically think of like H H N Tribute Store. Yeah, Like it's a whole shopping experience with things to buy, mm-hmm. um, but also like things to see and immerse yourself
0: in. Right. And they said it's also echoing 50 years of history. So I'm really excited to see I'm trying my best to learn as much as I possibly can about right. this event um, before I go. So that when I see these Easter eggs and kind of nods to the different the 50 years of Not Scary Farm. I want to be able to recognize them, so I'm yeah. doing
1: my best to learn as much as I can. I will say that with this, we also got some merch revealed. Which, um, yes. hello, they're taking all my money, but that's fine. Um, one of the things they um, announced is called the Conductor's Lantern, which is gonna be like an interactive. It literally looks like a lantern that you'd see like yes. in a railroad station that you carry around. And you kind of look like a like a gravekeeper guy yes. walking around with it i like,
0: said <laughs> oh my when god, when i saw this so cool. i said listen i said i'm gonna look like a rickety old man walking through care. a graveyard with this lantern because that is so cool mm-hmm.
1: and it like, interacts with certain mazes and scare zones within the park
0: yes that is that alone is why i'm buying it because yeah. i it kind of puts you i feel like i'm gonna look so stupid carrying this lantern but we're all gonna i want to do it it's fine. we're just gonna you know what i found out the more fun you have with your life the happier you are exactly who cares if it's childish or fun like genuinely do what you want to do and just yeah. live your life so but if you see us
1: at not scary farm with our lanterns
0: yeah, don't be just, hating just we're, just having, a we're, we're having a doing, fun time we're actually doing um yeah we'll probably i think we'll do the fright lane for that we're not doing like their vip experience because it's really expensive it's like 500 dollars, yeah. but we- um Yeah, so we'll be walking around and checking everything out with our lanterns. Um, But we also, I will say, I feel like they went hard on this merch reveal. because They went crazy. They were like, okay, next slide, next slide, next slide. And it was like so much stuff. And I was like, wait, go back. Like, I need to look at it.
1: And I felt my bank account suffering from it. Let me tell you.
0: They said they will have, for this event, 21 new shirts. What? 21. Actually, I want to know like is that a normal amount like does hhn get 21 new shirts i feel like they probably do
1: i feel like last year we probably got at least close to 21 because they
0: had so many yeah. different like every night every day is halloween well the ips and then the IPs, it's like right how many you know we had different monster shirts mm-hmm. plus the preview shirt you know what i mean all the and different. i'm
1: sure this being a 50th anniversary there's gonna be lots of 50th yeah. stuff being released yeah so 21 I- does sound like a good number
0: Right. And I do feel like um they did talk about that in the presentation as well. How they'll have pins and there's even a picture frame that is basically identical to the one they sold when the event first opened. Right. And I thought that was really cool. I was like it's actually a really cool picture frame. I hopefully it doesn't sell out too early. Yeah. Um that's one I really want to get is the picture frame. And Thanks. they also have Not Scary Farm Monopoly. <laughs> like, could you imagine if we had like Monopoly for every haunt?
1: The one thing that I'm super excited for that I might actually order ahead of time before going, so I'm terrified of this selling out. Is they're gonna have an official 50th anniversary Loungefly? I am such a big Loungefly girly yeah. that when I saw this, I was like, "That is an immediate buy. Like that is like no questions See, asked. <laughs> take my money. Here you go. I'm just like, send it over."
0: Yeah, I'm like a good backpack. But like, I don't know. I think the mono- can we go back? the monopoly? You can, you can you can like buy the houses. You know what I mean? Like the different houses that they had. The mazes. Sorry, I forget. One—they're all over the place. But like, could you imagine if we had something like that? Okay, sorry to keep going back to HHN. But an HHN monopoly where you could buy Bug House or you could buy like. I feel like so many fights with break Man's, out. Dead Man's Pier is like the real expensive light blue ones that you really got to like right. fight for. <laughs> they're too expensive to buy. But if you own them, they're expensive. I feel like that would be so fun. It would be. It would be. And I I'm sure know. with
1: this being the 50th, they're going to have lots of, like old favorites.
0: Yeah, but I mean, they're giving us both. They're giving us Monopoly and the Loungefly. So.
1: Oh my goodness. Listen, if I don't end up with this Loungefly. There will be hell to pigs. It's so cute. It looks like a little, like, grave headstone. And it says, like, Knots 50th on it. And it's just, oh.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I need Nikki, it. Nikki will buy it.
1: Oh, I'm buying it online. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I- uh. Uh, I was gonna say the merch has not released online yet. I've been keeping an eye out because again, I am terrified of this selling out. Um, But if you're interested in these items, I would definitely recommend keeping an eye on their website also and trying to grab whatever you would like ahead of time and not waiting to go to the event because I don't know if like quantities are limited. Yeah, I don't.
0: I don't know how theirs works. It's. I mean, H H N. We we know a lot because we go like every other day. But um, with knots, I feel like in general any anniversary year merch usually sells pretty well especially if the merch refers to previous event years and especially a 50th anniversary this is kind of a big one so keep an eye on the merch if it does come out um maybe take a look at what you might want to get maybe get it sooner rather than later but um i mean based on what they showed us it looks like we have a lot to look forward to
1: i'm excited i'm excited my wallet is not excited (laughs) but i am excited i know
0: every week i'm like okay i budgeted and then i buy things and i'm like wait uh, something else came out. I got to buy that. And it's like, wait, something else. Oh, Taylor Swift's coming back to Miami. It's like,
1: oh my goodness. This girly needs to give me a minute to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that's, um, a, also-
1: that's a conversation for another day, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also at Midsummer Scream, um, Not Scary Farm announced they would have a new icon this year based yes. on a kind of sinister tribute to larry seymour and this icon is going to be called the keeper mm-hmm.
1: so a little backstory into not scary farm history very brief because we're not that role-versed. but what i could get was that larry seymour was one of the first um scare actors scare characters at knots yeah so they basically bring him back as the keeper this year
0: right and they even said his character as the keeper it's they say that his role he's kind of like the gravekeeper and he watches over the past haunts of not scary farm right. so it's kind of a cool icon to have i feel like for the anniversary year it ties into the anniversary itself using larry seymour and then also over the past haunts so um he's kind of like the keeper of haunts so yeah.
1: it's a nice cool. i think it's a good character to bring in for the 50th
0: yeah um while we're talking about knots if anybody has any information on good places for us to to start when trying to take in 50 years of nostalgia Please send it our way because we're, we're always excited, over. always excited to learn new things about haunts. Um, this is our favorite thing to do and to talk about. So we want to learn as much as we can. So send it our way. You guys have been awesome about giving us like recommendations and stuff as yes. well. But we, we definitely the appreciate lures. it. Send the lore our way. <laughs> exactly. Um, I was saying, yeah, right after after the knots panel, we had the Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood panel.
1: I had to take a dig a. Big
0: breath for this one because there's also yeah. a lot of stuff that came at us from um, Midsummer Scream for HHN yeah. Hollywood. That was kind of like the war, like we were already excited after the Knots one. We're like, oh my god, like HHN hasn't even gone yet. Like, exactly this is so great. We're just it's kids in a candy store. <laughs>
1: it's not done yet. We found out that we, Hollywood and Orlando will be sharing IPs this year, including mm-hmm. Chucky, The Monsters, The Last of Us, Stranger Things, and Exorcist Believer.
0: Yeah, so we have five shared IPs between both coasts um we kind of knew this the week you know this midsummer scream was on a sunday we found out all of these announcements on a friday right so um we kind of knew we'd be sharing them but sometimes even though an ip is shared in hollywood and orlando they end up being a little different but sometimes they end up having things in common so we're always curious to see what john murty has to say because he usually tells us a good amount and boy did he tell us a good (laughs) amount we got a house announcement at Midsummer Scream, which he told us we would. Yeah.
1: This is a original house entitled Monstros, which is Spanish for monsters. Um, The Monsters of Latin America.
0: Yes. And this is a all new house. And I was kind of, when I saw this, I was like, wait, like, is he talking about their Monsters house? And then I realized, no, this is like an original take on a Monsters house. Exactly. And this is featuring all new three infamous monsters that... Are basically kind of like legends elsewhere, mm-hmm. which is they're kind like, of a cool tie into the the legend theme. But right. on Hollywood,
1: yeah. So they are um, Latin American or urban legends, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, these are kind of the stories you would tell kids to make sure they behave, or else you are gonna send these creatures after them. Essentially, yeah.
0: And we got a, an art piece for this, basically the poster design, kind of for like the house reveal. And um, but what's interesting is there was four people or four, I guess you could call them monsters, on the poster. And we'll go through everything and make sure to explain it because if you see it, you might be like, wait, you said three, but there's four.
1: Right. Um. So the first urban legend slash creature slash monster that will be featured in this house is from Mexico, and it's the Tualapuche. I believe I got that right.
0: Tualapuche. Tualapuche? I...
1: Okay. Yeah, Tualapuche.
0: Tualapuche. Yes. Okay. Yep.
1: And these are turkey... Vulture styled monsters, so they um they kind of look like a hybrid between human and turkey vultures. Yeah. Um, they would fly to houses of victims and suck the blood through the skin and leave like bruises, kind of like hickeys
0: Yeah. So so the, so not like vampires where they like bleed them out. They basically no. suck the blood through the skin. So right. these people are all like heavily bruised, like all of their victims. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if they fly, these are flying monsters. That sounds right. terrifying. Like turkey like, vultures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, We did get to see a photo of the character design, and John Murty did say um, in the character design photo, and you can see this on our Twitter, um, on the left side is a female Talahapuchi, and on the right is a male, but he did mention um, that in the house, all of them are female because the females are stronger and then he said (laughs) and then he said like hashtag girl dad or something like he's a girl dad i love that i thought that was hilarious that he said that that. but But look yeah looking at these monsters um they look pretty fucking scary yeah i'm
1: excited to encounter these in the house um yeah they do look they do look like literally turkey vultures on a vulture human
0: Vulture body. faces and yeah. hands, claws that are massive and just mm-hmm. covered in blood, kind of in a white gown for the female. And then the male one, it almost looks like kind of has like a mohawk mullet. Yeah. It's, but it's with an like interesting. a beak. It's a very, very detailed mask, I would say. And yeah. then also kind of in like a black cloak. So this looks very, mm-hmm. very scary. But so that's just one. We still have no. two more.
1: We also have um La Lachuza, which is um Chuza that was uh rumored, I believe, for most of this year to be coming to HGTV yeah. Hollywood. So Yes, John, yeah. is...
0: John Murdy even said he's like, I don't know how the hell you guys found that one out, but we all <laughs> but, just thought it was just a La Lachuza house, but it ended yeah. up being a lot of monsters.
1: Yeah, but La Lachuza is an owl witch, um, originated in Texas and Mexico. It was an old woman who lived in a village, and people were convinced that she was a witch, so she- they killed her. She came back as Lala Chusa to
0: seek yes. revenge, basically, which looked for her. Yeah, um, Lala Chusa, he's explained that she can disguise her voice to sound like an infant crying. Very scary. Yeah. But um, we also got to see a art of kind of what she'll look like, and it, she looks like an old woman. She has very long hair, but mm-hmm. her face looks like an owl. And again, covered in blood, has a beak... A yep. white gown, claws. We also have a third monster, mm-hmm. <laughs> as if two isn't enough. Was in love with this girl, and his father did not approve of their love.
1: And one time the father catches El with his girl and kills the girl in front of him. In Seeking Revenges, El kills his father.
0: Yeah, like just goes off on him and kills the kills his dad because he just killed his girlfriend.
1: Right. And then the grandfather, to add more characters to the story, the <laughs> grandfather finds him and ties the son to a post and whips him until the flesh falls off of his bones, essentially.
0: And that's not even the worst of it.
1: That's not worse. He sends dogs after him, so the dogs are mauling him. He pours salt on his wounds. So El Saban is like going through it.
0: He's and, getting like tortured. Yeah. Right.
1: After the torture is done, the grandfather then condemns him to carry the bones of his father on his back, like in his
0: sack yeah and that's a big part of the story Mm -hmm. um we did learn that he is primarily a very very tall monster 10 to 12 feet tall and will be on stilts yes which i'm excited to see stilts in houses scare the shit out of me Mm -hmm.
1: my favorite thing about him is that he primarily preys on womanizers and drunks i love that (laughs) yeah
0: john Murdy told us this and he goes so i love that for him (laughs) We also learned that um he when he whistles and it sounds far away, he's actually yep. very close to you. But if you hear it and it sounds like it he's very close to it's you, it's a little tricky for trying to
1: get his victims. It is a
0: trick. So if 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 the whistle is far away, mm-hmm. you better run. You better run run run. He's not far away. Um we also got a picture of what he's going to look like and he has a very wrinkle well yeah his skin was whipped
1: off of him essentially (laughs) yeah yeah he he went through it i wasn't expecting him to look um like the face of avon
0: (laughs) yeah no but he 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 does not look like somebody you would like to encounter at all (laughs) so
1: but they did draw some um inspiration for this house from graveyards and crypts from mexico so i expect this house to be very very beautiful yeah
0: Yes, it's going to be very pretty. Uh, The facade itself is basically Cemetery of the Lost, I think they called it. They call it a place where all of the victims of the monsters are buried. So all of these three different monsters kill people in different ways. All of these people are then put in this crypt. He said it's like you put your family in there and that's the last you ever go visit them. When they're dead, they're locked away because of them being tied to these legends, these Exactly, monsters. Basically, um, and
1: they did add a character. Is going to be a caretaker of the cemetery. He's an original character. He does have a very like grim reaper style look to him. Yeah, and he's basically walking us into the and, cemetery, into the crypt, and telling us the yes, story.
0: And uh, yeah, he's like mm-hmm. the narrator of this house. They said so when we hear the different stories of, we're kind of going to go through each monster set and um, the narrator will be telling us these stories and that's the fourth person that's on this art for this house so you have the three monsters and then you also have the caretaker of the cemetery so it all kind of ties together even though they're different monsters the, the caretaker and the cemetery of the lost is what brings them all together right. to this house we also did get some details we got to see some set design mm-hmm. pieces um john Murdy took us through the house i wonder if in order i think in order and um kind of we got to see some things we might see so there will be pictures on the wall that indicate which monster's crypt we are essentially entering Um, but they did show us some drawings i would say some like design drawings and we did see lala Chusa does have a nest of bones
1: she's gonna have one room that's literally like like Ali said, a nesting area for her made out of the bones of her victim. Um, She's going to be eating someone in her nest, and this thing that's eating the people is a huge animated figure. Yes,
0: and I saw this. We even got a little bit of a behind-the-scenes video of how this thing works, and it was so cool. He showed us his te- uh, John Bernie's little team of mechanical mm-hmm. engineers, and they basically just have motors all over the place, like rotating, moving things here and there. And I was like, this is just so cool. They kind of built their own like animatronic, yeah. and it's for this house, just massive. for this character. It looks huge. Yes. I think on the drawing it was said it was mm. six and a half feet tall. So if you're like me and you're like five six, like that's almost a foot taller right. than me. This thing is. Let alone, it's in a nest eating someone over a mm. pile of bones,
1: like. But Murdy, also, you feel we're gonna get a spine rip from El Cibon in this house.
0: Yes, we'll get to see him rip someone's spine out, um, and we will also get to venture into his sack of bones. And it's like a, it's huge. A big sack of bones, yeah. but we do the don't sack know of bones mur this is the
1: sack that his grandfather condemned him to carry that has the bones from his um father. but I think Murdy also mentioned that the sack will be growing throughout the house to a point that at in one instance we do walk through the sack and we're going into it, which is very cool,
0: yes, yeah. Which probably, if it's getting bigger, he's carrying more bones. There's probably a lot of dead people inside. Exactly. And I don't know. It might be kind of like the bird poop room in uh, oh. their, their scarecrow house. We'll see. I'm, I'm a little nervous to go in this Elsa bone sack, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Um, we also got some details. We got to see some of the masks from McGeeFX. Um, they have worked on HHN Hollywood masks in the past. Mm-hmm. And we got to see some of the masks they designed for this year for the monsters. And one of them, John Murdy even flashed quick and was like, Oh, I wasn't supposed to show you that. Even though like he totally put it in there.
1: Murdy loves playing with us. It's fine. Yeah.
0: So one of those masks kind of showed, um, I guess you could say it kind of looked like the, um, to Lollapoochee eating like another one, like a smaller one. I don't know. Oh my goodness. It was interesting. So
1: birdie uh, bird. As if this Doggy wasn't dog.
0: enough. Yeah. We also got a scarecrow announced.
1: Yes. We got scare zone El Tero de los momias de las momias. I believe I pronounced that correctly. Sorry, mm-hmm. abuela. Um, this is going to be based on the 1950s horror cinema, and it's going to be on a Aztec mummy franchise. Yeah. So it's basically like a play on the mummy franchise, um, the original one with a um, Brandon Fraser, the original mummy with Brandon Fraser that franchise is basically a play on it um but these are aztec mummies and it's yeah. like murdy did show us posters of like fake movies they created for the scare zone and it's yeah like, the- they
0: were like neon aztec like like horror cinema in the fifth like 50s right mummies. we get to see basically these fake posters they made and kind of like these movies come to life but this is like a continuation outside of the monsters scare zone
1: Right. And it's funny because if you translate, they're in Spanish, obviously, but if you translate it, it kind of, it sometimes translates like the Revenge of the Mummy and stuff like that. So it kind of is a play on the Mummy franchise, which I think is hilarious.
0: Mm -hmm. And then um, they said that basically the story behind this scare zone is that someone dug up a secret burial site in a village and it basically unleashed undead Aztec warriors everywhere. And um he also said we would be getting a skeleton queen stilt walker. So I love that. I'm excited to see this. I think this will be a very fun kind of campy zone um kind of follows out the the house that we would exit right the there. This is in the Parisian yeah, the yeah, Parisian courtyard. I think this will be fun. I, I like that they tie these two together. That seems mm-hmm. to work really well for that location.
1: Yeah. I definitely love it when a scare zone that you exit into from a house kind of yeah. matches the vibe. So that should be fun.
0: Exactly
1: but we also got a not a leak cuz murdy definitely planned this but we got yeah. project e- eggplant larry larva which on the side when murdy did present this it did say announcement delay delete from desk prior to mss mm-hmm. don't forget but obviously
0: obviously this was left it in i feel like yeah. this is very on purpose and he's kind of known to do this but if you i mean if you're going to type out remember to delete, like, you could have just deleted it. So it's right. very obvious this was planned on purpose. Again, Marty loves messing with us, so this is
1: definitely planned.
0: <laughs> but this picture, we have on the left side of the screen a kind of cartoon rendering of this character. And then mm-hmm. on the right, we have them in live makeup. Right. So, so this left is, is like, that's, like yeah.
1: concept art versus actual makeup application. Right. Which it looks amazing.
0: So obviously no need to delete. It's clearly something that's happening to the event. They did the whole makeup mm-hmm. on it.
1: Yeah, and the best way to describe it, this character, is basically, like, those characters from Bug Eden Live that got, like, infected, so they have, like, the holes in their faces. Yeah. You know, like, the kind of, like, some, like, ooziness yeah. happening. like, that's, the like, holes the best. in the
0: face.
1: Yeah, that's the best way to describe this character. Yeah,
0: so basically, this is hinting um, towards the Terror Tram. It's kind of been speculated, especially on the spec map that um, the Terror Tram celebrities is now like exterminators. And um, this exactly matches the exterminator scare zone that Hollywood had in 2015. And the tagline for this zone said, we hunt humans so you don't have to. So they're like anti-human. And literally in this picture, the guy that looks like a bug has a hard hat on that shows a human and like they're crossed out. (laughs) Like (laughs) no humans. So that's probably what this is.
1: The 2015 description for the zone was, there is something terrible happening deep underneath our city streets. For decades, people have carelessly dumped dangerous chemicals down their drains, not thinking about the consequences of their actions. All the toxic waste have had terrible effect on the denizens of our sewer system, spawning a hideous new hybrid that is part- Pest part man. Now these persecuted pests are rising up from the sewers to turn the tables on their human oppressors. They say insects alone outnumber humans 200 million to one on this planet. We don't stand a chance. That was a hard read for me.
0: I know. This one I feel like overall is kind of funny. This would fit the tram pretty well. I mean, think about I think the so. sets. They can use the sets. I was curious to see how they were going to take this and- put it in the sets because we have the whole jupiter's claim
1: portion right well they might keep that as jupiter's claim but then have like that's
0: true like Bates the hotel Motel
1: turned into yeah exactly because yeah. I, I feel like that's what they've done in the past and it's kind of worked out for them
0: right and it also seems like this is going to be who's hosting our terror tram because mm-hmm. um john Murdy had said before about the makeup and how long it takes and um I also feel like, you know, we have that character that meets you right when you get off the tram. And this has to be him. So it'll probably be the Bates Motel portion, like, immediately right. after.
1: Which is very exciting. I'm very excited to finally experience this terror tram. i think been dying to experience a terror tram. And I'm kind of very yeah. excited for this being the theme. I think it's so exactly.
0: cool. And the, the costuming looked pretty good for the 2015 zone. I went back mm-hmm. and looked. Obviously, we weren't there. We didn't see it. But looking at the pictures, I mean, it looks pretty cool. It looks kind of like Bug House, but like gorier, grosser, kind of like a scarier take, I would say. Yeah. But also kind of comedic. So very similar camp. in that aspect. Very camp. camp. Yeah. And we love camp. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: But we also got some information on HHN Hollywood's Universal Monster Unmasked House.
0: Yeah, Nikki was like give me the information just feed it to me
1: (laughs) I was eating it all up folks I was like a sponge just taking it all in
0: that episode of Spongebob when he's like looking at his paper and his eyes are like crossing over his sheet like trying to read it that's Nikki with the monster's information anything you can tell her Phantom's pants are black, and she's like, "Where? Where? Let me." See. What?
1: No way! But Tell what me black? More.
0: Tell
1: me more. <laughs> are we talking midnight shade or like a charcoal? I just don't <laughs> know. This is a fun time for me. Um, but we did get some first look at artwork and photos for the house in Hollywood, and it just looks <gasps> phenomenal. Nice.
0: Very nice. It looks
1: so good. I'm very, very excited. Nice. I really very liked nice. how he how he introduced this section of his announcements. Basically, it was kind of like a history lesson. Um, we are um celebrating the 100th anniversary of Hunchback from Notre Dame the original silent film that is a universal pictures mm-hmm. film and he kind of tied that into the this house because again Hunchback Quasimodo yeah. is in this house which I think is awesome
0: I, th- I think he said like the anniversary was either a couple days before or a couple days it was right around their opening night so he said it was yeah. very nice to have that tribute to Hunchback for that anniversary around the same time that we're opening this house
1: um, but the house will feature all the same monsters as Orlando. So we are yes. getting fan of the opera, aka Eric. We are getting hunchback, <laughs> aka Quasimodo, we are getting Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde, mm-hmm. and we are getting the invisible man.
0: Yes, and we also found out we'll probably be getting some more people. He went to on a lot of characters.
1: We are getting a few more people in this house, apparently.
0: Um not monsters.
1: Not monsters, but or you know, are pe-
0: they? Or no? Mm-hmm. no?
1: <laughs> um Yeah, so the inspiration for for this house is mostly of um, underneath the city of Paris in the catacombs. The catacombs. Um, (laughs) In the catacombs. Uh, If you don't know, the catacombs are where the French people started burying their dead. Yeah. They started running out of places and they basically made like, they lined the walls with like the skeleton. There's like some like um, designs, like skull, 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 bones, bones, bones. If you're getting what I'm saying, like it's very cool looking if you're into that spookiness. yeah yeah
0: there well they had the whole plague they people were dying they didn't have yeah. anywhere to put them they
1: were running out of room
0: and, but they also were concerned of the dead bodies still carrying the plague so right. they needed somewhere to kind of like shove these mass bodies and they said well let's put them underground
1: <laughs> i just find that they like they're concerned about where these bodies are gonna go but they're like but let's make it like yeah. design
0: John Murray did say, even to this day, the catacombs, there are still parts that have not been explored because this thing is massive, like miles and miles underneath the city. So kind of, there's a lot of different scenes we can see under there. We also learned that down in the catacombs, there is like an underground lake and there's also like cellars. So we'll be seeing these um, underground lakes and cellars down in the catacombs Mm -hmm. and apparently beneath the Paris Opera House, which makes sense because that's what happens in the story, right?
1: Yeah, so for the Paris Opera House, it does have an underground um, lake and cellar beneath it, which is where yeah. the um, legend of the phantom basically takes place. That's where his lair is apparently at. Mm-hmm. And the, John Murray is basically saying, well, if they're there in the Opera House, maybe they're connected to the ones in the catacombs, and he's able to travel between the two, which I think yeah. makes sense. I think makes complete sense. So I totally yeah. am about that.
0: They're all connected. Mm-hmm. that's so creepy too if you think about it like having the catacombs come out under the opera house like that's that's a very interesting tie into the story I mean at least for this story
1: yeah um, he did also gain um, some inspiration from Café d'Enfer Den which was the first themed restaurant in Paris it was themed after hell and the waitress yeah. um, the waiters also dressed as devils mm-hmm. it's no longer there no. I was when you first mentioned it, I'm like, uh, I missed that last mm-hmm. trip, but it's no longer there. Yeah. Sadly,
0: apparently, it was demoed in the '50s to be a grocery store. Boo! I no longer visit, but if you look at the pictures, um, again, check out our Twitter. You can see it. The outside of this looks basically like the entrance to hell. Yeah, <laughs> and there's like this. I don't know. I guess you it kind of looks demon.
1: like this strip club from Beetlejuice.
0: Yes. Dante's. That's what I
1: first thought of. Dante's, Dante's. yeah. Exactly. It kind of looks like that.
0: <laughs> so it would be cool to kind of see. Um, I'm interested to see if we're underground, how we use this themed restaurant underground.
1: Yeah. Well, there is another thing that's underground that he does tie into the history here. Um, the Grand Gragnall Theater, if I'm pronouncing it right. Uh,
0: I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: French. But the Gragnall Theater was an underground theater for the rich, and it basically had like adult content entertainment.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like a backstage, I guess you could call it kind of like a speakeasy, but for this show, and it mm-hmm. was basically pushed toward the rich, and it was like an underground show. The show itself, it basically made people think that the people on stage were being killed like brutally, but it ended up just all being an act, but people paid money for that because it's very mm-hmm. out there, very different, mm-hmm. underground, so, exactly. um, but apparently that has some inspiration for the sets of this house as well, Yeah, um, because all the monsters are also underground with this yeah. theater.
1: The way Murdy tied this into the story of monsters and mass is that the monsters are underground. They need some entertainment too. You know, we gotta yeah, they entertain to ourselves. Do. There's no Wi-Fi. You know, I mean, We're... we
0: did find out that um Dr. Jekyll and the Invisible Man—they are essentially on the run as physicians for like yeah. mal- malpractice. So, yep. You, you think they're gonna come down there and just not just hang around, just hang out? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so they apparently go to the cedar for some entertainment as well. So we we will be. Essentially, going to this theater in this house, which I think is right. Very exciting. And if the
0: people on stage, it's like, oh, they're getting killed, but it's an act. Like, what if the monsters are literally killing? Are them actually killing. And oh. people are like, "Bravo, bravo."
1: Me, I was going to the house. <laughs> yes, do it again.
0: That'll be Nikki.
1: Yes, I love it. Good job. Good job.
0: We got to see some facade and some character information as well. We got to see a mm. lot of pictures. Um, The facade itself is a large English-language French newspaper. So it's a French newspaper, but it's in English. It's basically paired next to a newspaper stand, not a ticket booth. Because I know everyone's like, it's a ticket booth. It's a ticket booth.
1: It is, in fact, a newspaper stand. Sorry, I'll say ticket booth. I know know. John already called us
0: out on that one. He was like, it's not a ticket booth. He's like, everybody said that.
1: (laughs) And inside this newspaper stand, I'll say ticket booth. Oh, my goodness. Inside this newspaper stand, we do meet one of our first original characters. And she, um, they will be in, basically introducing us to the house, Yes. kind of narrating us into it. And it's mm-hmm. gonna be so. This character it is Madame Squelette, aka the Rat Lady, as John Murray referred to her as. Mm-hmm. And when we but see not her our
0: in, not our rat lady. not
1: not our Rat Lady, but a Rat Lady or the Rat Lady. Uh, whatever um yeah <laughs> she is a rat lady um she when we first meet her inside this newspaper stand she's gonna be very like skeletorial more like right more undead than anything but when we meet her in the house she will be more fleshed out and we yeah. did see some concept art and some actual makeup application for her
0: yeah these pictures i mean her face is like uh like she, she has smallpox. So there's like the smallpox is like all over her face and it's very, her teeth are very yellow. Um, I think he said the makeup itself took an hour and a half to produce. But right. I mean, outside in the newspaper stand, we only see the skeletal figure. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go into the house, we do see a title. On the newspaper and it says catacombs open today despite public outcry. And there's also a like subsection that says notorious physicians flee London. So apparently we'll be able to hear the rat lady narrating basically as you go into this house from the newspaper stand. Right. So it's basically like the catacombs have opened. And then also, by the way, these guys are missing. Hmm. I wonder where <laughs> they are <laughs> Has anyone seen these
1: doctors for malpractice? Hmm. Both of
0: them have been missing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not related whatsoever but um no. <laughs> have you seen these men no. um <laughs> something really exciting too is slash is producing music for this house again he loves his monsters Yay. let me tell you yeah are we, we
0: surprised
1: we, and we did get to preview a clip from one of the songs it's called silent screams and it sounds oh
0: uh, amazing this is such a vibe when they started playing us i mean we all kind of slash has been doing this for years so mm-hmm. we're not so surprised that slash is back for this monster's house i really wish we could get slash at both coasts i don't know why i mean i'm sure it's more expensive but like we already have him writing the music yeah like we can't just can't just throw it in
1: lucky for us we'll get to experience both coasts this year so we do get yeah. to experience some slash austin in this house but yeah why can't we get in orlando hello
0: I will say, when we did get to hear the clip of this song, I was blown away. This, it's very, if you can find it, go listen to it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's very organ, phantom kind of style heavy, but with like guitar. And I'm like, oh, this is very
1: rock opera, which (laughs) is everything I wanted.
0: Nikki, Nikki's listening to it. Take me to church.
1: I was like, praise the Lord. Yes.
0: This is it. This is her anthem. So true,
1: bestie. Exactly. (laughs) exactly Cashmere me walking down yeah for my wedding to that i home. usually
0: don't i will say being a orlando goer most of the time i don't usually spend too much time listening to the music i'll listen to it like on a playlist as we get closer but it's not like a year-round thing i'll listen to i feel like this one though maybe just because we're going this year sounds like a vibe like i'm gonna listen to this year-round. oh this is
1: part of like my hype
0: soundtrack i wonder does anybody know i want to know does this drop before hhn Or the day opens. like when does does this come out on Apple Music? When can we
1: experience this?
0: Yes, because I will be listening.
1: When can I blast this so my neighbors can hear it?
0: Hopefully soon. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. As if that wasn't a big enough reveal, we also got something that I think Nikki is, I'm excited about, but I think she's very excited about.
1: Oh my goodness. I think a lot of people are excited about this because this blew up on Twitter. I was not expecting yeah. that as a reaction. Um, for those of us who loved Bride of Frankenstein Lives from Light slash HHN30, Murdy, mm-hmm. um, in his ultimate wisdom, which so right, so true, Bestie, he thought, you know, we didn't get to experience the full effect of the Bride of Frankenstein's makeup. 8, 8 to 10 30 because she had that mask on mm-hmm. the mask did fit the costume because she was a doctor you know she was fixing up frankie and you know yeah it matched it looked cute go girl go Going be work. safe. Mm-hmm. go be safe that's fine um but he decided that we get to we should be able to experience her in her full awesomeness and full makeup potential um again this year at the event so the bride of frankenstein from the bride of frankenstein lives will be at this event in hollywood in some aspects she will be yes. there And I am so excited to go find her.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm really excited about this too because I feel like Bride of Frankenstein, even though it was the transition between the year we had COVID and then we came back for, you know, at 30, I really do feel like she did not get as much time to shine as she deserved. No. So I feel like them bringing her back in this house is very cool. I really want to know underground in the catacombs, there's dungeons um, and stuff like that. Or cellars is how he described it. I wonder mm-hmm. if we'll see Bride and Frankie in a cellar. Like <gasps> she's working on underground. Or oh she's... Goodness. she. I mean, I can't... I don't know what else she would be doing underground. Well, I believe that the
1: Monster of Frankenstein does take place... It is in Europe. So what if... Yeah, what if she flees with her monster... To Paris yeah, and hides hide on the catacombs because it's a big monster meetup, a big monster mash in the catacombs, invite yes. only.
0: I'm really curious to see, of course, everything we've said about Hollywood is unique to Hollywood. We could see some of this in Orlando. We could not. I mean, even a major difference we saw alone is Orlando seems to be going through the opera house where... Or um, Hollywood, even John Murdy clarified on Twitter, we will just be underground. Right. So there's definitely some clear differences here. This isn't like a part one, part two story. But I want to know. It would be really cool if we saw Bride in Orlando too.
1: I think so too. a lot of
0: people would flip, flip if we saw Bride in Orlando.
1: I think, yeah, it would. It would be an uproar. It would be a whole movement.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it would be a whole it
1: renaissance. <laughs>
0: Just, just, just sneak her on the monster shirt, and we won't, we won't tell anyone. Uh, it's okay, it's fine. Just, just sneak her in. It's, there. Okay. it's okay. We got, we gotta have one girl show up, <laughs> at least one.
1: Most of the Monster Frankenstein story takes place in Switzerland, but he does visit Germany, France, England, and Scotland. So, oh. there you go.
0: He visits France And
1: France. Um, so, yeah. I'm just very excited. I'm very excited to yeah. possibly be seeing her again because I think she was amazing. She was the moment.
0: I do feel like the bride scares got me so good oh too. Oh my God, yes. Because you don't expect it. And then it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, ah. Well, she was just an icon. I know that was a lot of people's favorite
1: houses and what kind of made people fall in love with this event. So, I'm very excited well, for to be coming back.
0: It's it would be cool if they listen and, you know, threw a surprise. It would be really cool if they threw like a Easter egg monster yeah. in there. Like they didn't tell they you. They did that and they just happened to be they yeah, could they did that
1: for um the Bar of Frankenstein lives. They had a creature from the Black Lagoon in there. So could think, do it again. I, would, yeah, I wouldn't be upset. It would be nice. It would yeah. be nice. Be
0: um
1: we also got something else. We got a murder um (laughs) the crow from last year (laughs) the crow king from last year is coming back and he's coming back with more friends
0: yes john murdy's first started out with a trivia Mm -hmm. question to win a a
1: a tour with a private tour with john murdy and tickets to hhn hollywood
0: i was screaming i would sell sell my soul to the collector Mm -hmm. to do that and they say, oh, let's pay the price, but listen, that's the price. <laughs> a tour with John exactly. Murney. <laughs> the
1: trivia question was what do you call a group of crows? That is called yes. a murder. That's
0: why I threw that joke in there. Um And then and then John Murney's like, Okay. And then he throws the screen up and we see the crow. And then we also see some friends. Some more crows. They're bringing some crow friends with them
1: this year to HHN. you know
0: i was kind of thinking i'm like oh this would fit cool into like the uh graveyard put the crows in the graveyard but then i was like well wait but the zone is the more mummy theme and i feel like mummies don't really go with crows i'm like where are they gonna put them they'll be there somewhere he's he's not gonna fit in holidays in hell maybe another zone he could have his own zone it's a roaming murder yeah exactly forget the <laughs> it's horde it's murder. a roaming murder but yeah
1: they will be at this event this year which is very exciting i know a lot of people fell in love with the king crow last year and i think he was
0: very cool um costume design just on the stilt exactly. And the exactly crow yeah so bringing him back um hollywood does bring stuff back quite a bit so i wouldn't be surprised if he brought him back and then also brought some friends yeah maybe he flew away and came back and brought the squad <laughs> he was like this was actually really fun i'm gonna bring my friends yeah so looking at our spec map it looks like we have we have chucky monsters paris our terror tram we're kind of speculating towards the exterminators that's kind of what the spec map says too Mm. we did get exorcist believer stranger things the last of us and our monster's house so all that is left to be announced still is maybe another ip speculated to be evil dead rise we don't know yet i i haven't heard a whole lot i i'm really curious to see what this is but um it's also we have another original probably coming which is also speculated to be Holidays in yes. Hell.
1: Which the facade for that then, is looking very much Holidays in Hell. But yeah. again we're ge- we will wait I, for the yeah. official announcement.
0: We'll wait. We have the El Terra de las Momias scare nice job, zone, Allie. but we still have okay, <laughs> we still have t- two more to be announced as well as a show and from what I'm hearing about the show, the show sounds like it's going to be something different than Jabberwocky's. Which is exciting because we were gonna skip it, so maybe we won't. Exactly, I'm excited. I'm excited for what this year is bringing to both
1: coasts. I think there's so much fun stuff to look forward to, Um, so much monsters, so much mayhem, so much everything. I'm just,
0: I'm over, I'm very much
1: overstimulated right now with everything. That's I do feel
0: like, yeah. On our side over in Orlando, we took the kind of the legend is real thing and really put a play on Oddfellow and all the monsters and creatures that he creates. But over here in Hollywood, it kind of seems like we're taking more of a monster approach to legends, like like monstrous yes. legends, like like we Latin yes,
1: legends.
0: yes. And then you know we have the mummies, we have La Luchuza, we have Elsa Saban, I mean, where's Haunt Girls? Nikki, and then we also so- have. <laughs> yeah and you know we yeah exactly and we also have the crows and rat lady these are all like legend underground it feels like a very different vibe but they really took the theme and kind of made it their own and i really like that i think this is gonna be a very good year for hollywood i'm feeling it in my bones yeah I'm very excited to see what we have left announced. It's only a matter of time. I mean, we said we're 25 days till opening night of HHN or less, depending on when you're listening to this. And Hollywood usually starts the week after. So they're only about 32 days. And me and Allie are officially booked
1: for our RIP tour in Hollywood. So I am so excited. It feels like
0: a dream. Honestly, I'm not going to believe that we're going until we're there. We'll be going early October. So keep an eye around that time of year for, um, basically an episode on it or if you want to see any of our coverage it'll be coming early october so um keep an eye on that on our social medias and we're we're getting down to the wire here so as we continue to get updates for orlando and hollywood we'll be sure to keep you guys updated um if you have the time please give us a review on wherever you're listening us to it really helps we've seen like so many of you have done them and it's and we appreciate thank you so much like we said we will be on saturday at Rockpit pit brewery making some Beach. bracelets yep so make sure to come out and see us and make some bracelets and have mm-hmm. some brews. from one to three don't forget your beads and friends guys it's gonna be so much fun i can't wait yes well thanks for listening until next week i'm Allie and i'm nikki bye, bye.